Hey, what is up, everybody? Welcome to episode one of the Intermittent Fasting Community Podcast. Welcome. Appreciate you being here. Thanks for checking out the podcast. This is the place where we talk about all things intermittent fasting. We're always looking around the intermittent fasting community, checking out all the newest information and see, just seeing what's doing around the community. Uh, welcome to the show today, guys. I want to talk about intermittent fasting is uh, normal cutting. You know, people doing intermittent fasting versus just normal weight cutting right so what's better like six small meals a day or intermittent fasting what what's the best thing for weight loss you know because there's a lot of confusion around this and i got to be honest with you there's a lot of confusion around intermittent fasting in general but i'm hoping with this channel of you know alleviate some of that confusion kind of bring some clarity to the cloudiness. And to be honest with you, I'm not an expert on intermittent fasting by any means. This channel is more of a learn out loud channel. This is more of a learn out loud podcast. I'm learning more about intermittent fasting. And I want to do it by exploring the subject with this podcast. So I thought we could go on a journey together and maybe I'll learn some things. Things. Maybe you'll learn some things, and hopefully we'll have a good time, and uh, and maybe we'll get healthier in the process. An interesting article on intermittent fasting uh, the other day. Uh, it was over on usnews.com by Alicia Fetters, right? It was called Intermittent Fasting Versus Six Small Meals a Day, What's Best for Weight Loss? Article, you know, oh, they just talk about how first there was three, three square meals a day. We all remember that, right? Then there were six small meals a day, right? We remember that. Oh, no, no. It's it, it's better to go eat six meals a day instead of three meals a day. Well, we're on to intermittent fasting. It's the latest meal timing trend, um, and it really kind of is. This, is. this has been a subject, intermittent fasting, that's been since the beginning of 2017. But people are skipping meals altogether for 14 to 36 hours at a time, right? So when it comes to scheduling your meals in the name of weight loss, which strategy wins out? In your way to slim, intermittent fasting methods vary, but among the most popular is the 5-2 diet. Eating normally for five days a week and then taking in only 500 to 600 calories on the other two non-consecutive days, right? So if you can stick with it, the strategy can help you successfully cut calories and lose weight. Um, after all, over the course of a week, intermittent fasting can help you cut about 20 to 25% of your overall calorie intake. If that's only if you don't end up binging on your normal days. And I have to tell you guys, I have some experience with this, not with this 5-2 diet, but with intermittent fasting in general. I've done the uh, the version of it where you know uh, like I won't eat, eat until like two or three in the afternoon, and then I'll stop eating at like nine at night or something like that. And this, I do pretty good until I start eating, and then once I start eating, like I binge eat, right? It, it's crazy. 
it's almost like my body wants to overcompensate for all the food I didn't eat during that 16 or 17 hours. It's kind of amazing. And that's kind of what they're saying in this article. That's only if you don't binge eat on your normal days. For some people, that's no problem at all. Intermittent fasting is easier than cutting calories at every meal. So that's part of our answer, right? Uh, is intermittent fasting better cutting than just normal cutting, right? Says They say the uh, preliminary data shows it's actually a little e easier at every meal. You know, for others though, getting into a habit of fasting and then overeating is just about inevitable and can lead to weight gained, not lost, as well as problems with insulin. That's great, man. Just great. The vital hormone that regulates blood sugar. After all, about 25% of obese people have binge eating tendencies, which intermittent fasting might exacerbate. <laughs> What's more, 2015 study from Ohio State University suggests that skipping meals increases blood sugar and insulin spikes, setting up the stage for insulin resistance and type 2 diabetes. That sucks. Still, that may only be true in certain individuals. Elevated blood sugar levels who are either pre-diabetic or diabetic, intermittent fasting might help improve their insulin sensitivity. Animal studies suggest there is a slight benefit of not constantly having insulin moving in diabetic patients. For instance, a 2014 review of research from the University of Illinois, Chicago, determined that while capping daily calories led to greater fat loss than intermittent fasting, it yielded comparable reductions in visceral fat that hugs the organs to increase the risk of type 2 diabetes, fasting insulin levels and insulin resistance. Intermittent fasting could lower your metabolism by throwing your body into starvation mode and burning muscle for fuel. As little as 24 hours of fasting can lower a person's basal metab metabolic rate. For the long run, she says, still researchers are unclear if that drop is any lower than what's traditionally seen and when people who cut calories every day, not just drastically a couple of times a week. Can you run on empty? So many questions we have about who, who might be the best candidate for intermittent fasting just aren't answered yet. The research is currently is limited and largely animal based, but simply asking yourself, how do I do when I skip a meal about how you'll do with intermittent fasting? For instance, a lot of people just don't feel well when they drastically cut calories or miss a meal. Levels and even their work performance suffers. Work, words like hangry start getting thrown around. Those people who tend to become hypoglycemic when they don't eat really do better with multiple meals a day. Hypoglycemic is basically low blood sugar, you guys. For those of you guys who didn't know what that what the hell that meant, it just means low blood sugar. Ranging from three all the way up to six. Three all the way up to six meals a day. Snacking the day away. A few hours is critical to weight loss as it keeps blood sugar and insulin levels stable throughout the day and prevents going into any meal ravenous the same amount of calories you would otherwise eating six times a day may help you maintain a more metabolism revving 
losing muscle mass than you would if you ate less often, according to a 2015 study. Yet, while eating six meals a day might sound like a weight loss dream, it's actually a lot of work and may not be right for everyone. Great with routines, respond well to the six meal a day plan, for example, but it can be impractical for those who aren't up for prepping and packing meals to eat throughout the day at the office. After all, if the goal is weight loss, the meals shouldn't drive through or candy bars. They need to be home cooked and balanced. And each meal needs to be small. Otherwise, you could end up overeating and packing on the pounds. Guys, personally, that doesn't work for me. That doesn't really work for me. I can't eat six meals a day. I feel like my whole day is spent time or something. I feel like I'm eating all the time. It's it's too much. It's just too much to deal with, you know? Having to plan all these damn meals all the time, it's, it's crazy. Diet, any diet, right? So, okay, so what's the takeaway? Because this is an interesting article, you guys, and, you know, they did a damn good job of showing both sides of it, right? Opposing viewpoints. And I notice if you look around the healthcare community, if you look around the health and nutrition space, you're going to find a lot of opposing viewpoints. And it's super confusing and it's super frustrating. Basically, we don't know what the hell to do most of the time. In the end, when it comes to this... Being able to stick with your diet is more important than the actual diet you choose. It's because if you follow any approach correctly, be it intermittent fasting or eating six small meals a day, you're going to cut calories. You're going to lose weight. Everyone has a dieting personality. You have to find the diet that works best for you. Don't be discouraged if one doesn't work. Your diet should work with your lifestyle, with your body with your preferences. It should be something you see yourself doing and happily over the long term. Don't get frustrated out there, guys. This weight loss thing is not easy. Finding a diet that makes sense is not easy. When you start trying to research nutrition, it's anything but easy. Opposing viewpoints all around. But I do think there is something to, uh, it's a different approach for everybody. The right answer is a little bit different for everybody. And I think that uh, following, following the plan is the most important thing most of the time. You know, too often I've tried diets and just couldn't follow them. I couldn't follow them. You know, like I said, I tried the intermittent fasting thing and I'd binge. I just binge eat. Like I, I would eat too many calories in, once I got to my window. Insane. So, yeah. Figure out your dieting personality, right? Figure out your dieting personality. In the end, it's about sticking to your diet. Um, I don't think the intermittent fasting is necessarily better than normal weight cutting. Um, it's just a matter of which one is easier for you, which one works for you. You won't know that until you really give them both a college try. You give them both, you give them both a uh, a real, real, real. Uh, serious try. Anyways, that's it. That's all I got for this episode. I'll see you guys next time. Peace, everybody. This is the Intermittent Fasting Community Podcast. All right.